0: podcast catechism in the Catholic Church in a year. Today is day number 266, and we begin with number 2012. We know that in everything God works for good, and those who love Him, for those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, in order that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. And those whom He predestined, He also called, and those whom He called, He also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. All Christians in any state or walk of life are called to the fullness of Christian life and to the perfection of charity. All are called to, to holiness. Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. In order to reach this perfection, the faithful should use the strength dealt out to them by Christ's gift so that doing the will of the Father in everything they may wholeheartedly devote themselves to the glory of God and to the service of their neighbor. Thus, the holiness of the people of God will grow in fruitful abundance, as in clearly shown in the history of the church through the lives of so many saints. Spiritual progress tends toward ever more intimate union with Christ. This union is called mystical because it participates in the mystery of Christ through the sacraments the Holy Mysteries, and in Him, in the mystery of the Holy Trinity. God calls us to this intimate union with Him, even if the special graces or extraordinary signs of this mystical life are granted only to some for the sake of manifesting the gratuitous gift given to all. The way of perfection passes by way of the cross. There is no holiness without renunciation and spiritual battle. Spiritual progress entails the ascesis the of mortification that gradually led to living in the peace and joy of the Beatitudes. He who climbs never stops going from beginning to beginning, through, the, through beginnings that have no end. He never stops desiring what he already knows. The children of our Holy Mother, the Church, rightly hope for the grace of final perseverance and the recompense of God their Father for the good works accomplished with his grace in communion with Jesus, keeping the same role of life, believers share the blessed hope of those whom the divine mercy gathers into the holy city, the New Jerusalem, coming down out of heavens from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Father Jack,
1: thanks, Bill. The idea of Christian holiness is something that um, I think I think it's talked about often, but I think it's it's off, you know, kind of. Um, understated in terms of what it entails right the the I would say the scriptural definition for for holiness that's quoted in in today's reading is from uh, Matthew 548 which is be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect that's that's a tall order right we're not. Um, you know oftentimes we we think that holiness is like the person who walks around smiling right and and, and you know there's certain truth to that but but it's 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 kind of kind of hear my sarcasm uh, it's a little insufficient to really say that that is holiness by itself right so we we should kind of look you know we kind of take take it seriously about how to um how that holiness is true right how that perfection is, is called out for us and in us that that God is is making that movement within us to this fullness of holiness, this perfection in charity, to love perfectly, but also um, to recognize that that perfect charity is not as, as simple as as a, a quick smile or, or a, a kindness from time to time. It is a it is a life well lived. It is a completely handing over of of, of all of our desires and um and. Yeah, goodness and ills to to the Lord. And and we see that, that just as any father would, that, that uh that he wouldn't just remain distant, but rather he brings us into that relationship. And for some, right, and this is this is kind of um that there there should be a a union of, of soul with God that um that we see in, in certain people. Uh, over the over the centuries that this mysticism, right, and everyone has a certain union with Christ that uh, that is real, very much so. Um, but there's a mysticism that comes into an, uh, an entry into the mysteries of the faith, namely the especially the, whole, the relationship of the Holy Trinity, um, that is difficult to describe. Um, that there's always an analogy that. Um, that kind of fails in trying to describe it, but, but then there is the the probably the more pronounced way, which is is that, um, is that it always passes by way of the cross. There is no holiness without renunciation and spiritual battle. Um, we hear in the catechism today, quoting uh, Second Timothy, that that we're called to to relinquish. Right? Um, there's a the, the the, the, it's called the, Christ, the Christological hymn of St. Paul um, where he says he emptied himself taking the form of a slave or being born in the likeness of a slave and uh, emptying himself on the cross, right? That kenosis, that Greek word for emptying himself is what we all are called to do. This is the path of holiness is to empty ourselves of, of pleasures of this world, of attachment to this world so that we can live truly holy. That, that idea of holiness, this, of sanctity is to be set apart, to be set apart not from the, the sinfulness of this world the, the, that leads us away from God and, and to put us apart not in terms of simple actions from time to time, but rather a life that is completely devoted to the Father. Uh, that w- that, is, that is the universal call of, of all men is to receive that, receive that, uh, that holiness and to live it out. Um, as best we are, as, as we are called, um, in, in the world. And each of us has that all the way to the end. And we recognize in each, that we cannot do it alone, that we're not called to try and just grin and bear it, white-knuckle it, whatever you want to say. We're called to cooperate with the grace, of, the grace that comes from the Father, one through Jesus Christ that dwells within us in the Spirit, that we're called to live to the very end, in this final perseverance that we accept the evils that come in this life for the sake of the greater good that we uh we mortify die in the flesh so that we can live for the life to come and that we can have this grant this great journey that says it's not now that i live for but eternity